And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy SEAL of probiotics, is now available at Energy with heather.com look tens of thousands of real people including myself has used p3om to manage constipation bloating gas acid reflux abdominal pain and much more look as you'll learn when you go to energy with heather.com p3om uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut so your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Hey everyone, my name is Heather Havenwood and welcome to another version of Like a Boss where I get the opportunity to interview influencers, entrepreneurs, experts, and badasses like you. So I'm super excited about this call today. Many of you know, if you've been listening to my show for a bit, I've had surgery on the C word um, on my leg and it's been quite cray cray. And so I think it's perfect that I am interviewing a CEO, female founder, CEO of a company that has a e-commerce product that is potentially looking at research and around the Seawood. All right. And I think it's really fascinating. And I'm going to share a lot of personal stories today about my experiences, not only with what I'm going through currently, but also some things that are going around me and my own personal stories and friends and family and whatnot. So I think it's really important as, as a female to really be looking at this. So I'm without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to, oh my gosh, I just went blank on how to say your name correctly. Say it for me. Stacia Guzzo. It's a beautiful name, by the way, and I'm super sorry. Um, Stacia Guzzo is a CEO, formulator, and co-founder of Smarty Pits. Cute name. Guzzo is a graduate of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program National Cohort Thank you. and has had her products profiled <laughs> by you. Pure Wow, Pop Sugar, Martha Stewart, American Made, New Hope, and Starter Story. Miss um, Guzzo is set out to create Smarty Pits when her mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and the smart, Smarty Pit formula was originally born on Miss Guzzo's tiny little kitchen stove top in 2014. Woo! I love that. That's a really cool story. So I was sharing with you in the green room and I really want to, you know, start really kind of go right for the jugular here and we'll go a little more into your story is that uh, I was sharing with you that I live in, in, in Austin. I live in a great, beautiful condo building. So they're individually owned and I have two friends who are either side of me, actually, they're both in their forties. I'm in my forties. They're both single, never been married, no kids. Um, and both of them in the last, I've lived here for six years, have both been diagnosed with breast cancer, gone through all the treatment and I think think both of them had double mastectomy. And so part of me is like, oh my God, is in the water shit, you know? And it really started me to think about this. So about 
I think it was four years ago when Rachel, the first one got it. Um, I brought it up to somebody and they said, well, you know, have you considered like not doing aluminum armpit stuff? And I was like, well, no. And they said, well, you know, start there. So I go down true story and I want to pass on to you. I go down to whole foods and I said, hi, this girl's, you know, she was super cool. I was like, Hey, I'm looking at doing the whole no aluminum deodorant thing going on. Um, where do you suggest? And she's like, well, try these. These are sprays. And I'm like, okay, she's just FYI, you're gonna, it's gonna like kind of smell for you for depends on the person. Like just give it two weeks. And I'm like, oh, crap. And it did like, I'm like, Whoa, I didn't have any dates. I'm like, I'm just hanging out myself for two weeks. What's up? And, um, you know, and, and I did it definitely, you smell it. Right. But now, and I was sharing with this in green room and I'm curious what you think is, you know, I, I sometimes, I sometimes go without wearing deodorant. I like forget about it. I'm like, Oh, I guess, you know, I just, and I work out a lot. So I'm curious and it doesn't smell anymore. Like all that went away and all that. So back to you and smarty pits. What do you say about that? Let's say you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, let's start at the beginning because a lot of people aren't even uh, sure what, where aluminum comes from, how you're getting it into your system. So, um, so let's start there. So aluminum is found in all antiperspirants. So anything that says it's going to stop your sweat will contain aluminum. And what it does is the aluminum salts swell in your skin um, to block the sweat from exiting your body. And then it gets absorbed into your system. And the, the reason that's problematic is because uh, some studies have shown that aluminum could be a risk factor in both breast cancer and Alzheimer's disease. So that's why so many people are um, kind of going toward that aluminum-free movement because of those two things. It's one of the reasons why I initially started doing the same after my mom had breast cancer, like you said. And, um, and the doctors at the time told her that the, the tumor was influenced by something in her environment, but they couldn't say what it was. And so I started to do my own research while she was undergoing chemotherapy and radiation. And that was the first time that I learned that aluminum and antiperspirants could be that risk factor. So, um, so I tried to go aluminum free. I was a clinical strength antiperspirant user. I needed the good stuff and, uh, or so I thought it was the good stuff. And, um, and it was a, a real struggle. I couldn't find anything that felt good and smelled good and worked with my body. So uh, I started it on my stovetop trying to find a formula that worked with my particular skin chemistry. And, uh, and thankfully it's worked for many others since, but that's, that's one of the reasons why I, I started on this journey in the first place. So in terms of uh, how your body reacts to aluminum in your skin, I find this really fascinating because like I said, it swells in your skin to block the sweat from exiting your body, but your body's really smart. So there have been some other studies that have shown that when doctors uh, remove your sweat glands for medical reasons, that your body can compensate by producing sweat, more sweat in other places. It's called compensatory hyperhidrosis. In other words, your body responds to being unable to do the thing that it was made to do. And it compensates by sweating more. So that's it. the reason I find that really fascinating is because um, I came across that study after doing a little bit of research based on my own experience. I found that I had been a clinical strength antiperspirant user. I always had a, had a problem with sweating from the time I hit puberty. And I switched to natural deodorant and 
I felt less sweaty. And you know, like it's there with something that's aluminum free, it's not going to stop you from sweating. There's nothing in it that will stop you from sweating. But my body just naturally adapted to not having that barrier there. And it didn't have to work so hard to get the sweat out. And now I feel way less sweaty than when I was using an antiperspirant, which is, you know, what you were saying some days you don't have to even use, you know, any sort of deodorant. Uh, your body adapted, your body compensated, you know, with, with, uh, with what it's it was really being faced with. So think about that, the moment you removed the barrier, the body like balanced itself out. And so it didn't need mm-hmm. to sweat as much. I mean, if you, it makes sense on a natural yeah. occurrence, right? I mean, I know for myself, I, I, yeah. I really do. It's been now three years since I made the switch, maybe four. And there are days I'm like, oh, I, why well, should, I mean, you know, and I, this, I'm a person, I go to yoga, I go to hot yoga. I do spin class. I do boxing. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm freaking great. Great. Yeah, sure. And I remember days back what I call before I used wear regular deodorant, I would smell and stuff. And I don't have that yeah. body, any kind of body odor now. In fact, sometimes I actually go to sweat houses and I sit in the infrared. I'm like, sweat it out, baby. Like I look for places to sweat. Now I go to hot yoga. Like, why is it not hot enough? So I, because it is a gland, you know, it is a gland. It's our right, largest right. organism. It's our largest organ, as they say. And I think it's in it's important to get it all out. But I think that was the biggest realization for me is when I was, you know, going through my own transformation of like those two or three weeks, I made sure I wasn't like around people. And just because I was, you know, conscious. Sure. And now I, I don't think people know that about me. Like I barely ever wear anything. Right. Well, and, and it's not even, everybody's sure. experience is going to be different because I have some customers that, you know, they're able to transition within a day. And then I have some that it takes up to a month. Um, but the interesting thing about that is, and what I think a lot of people don't realize is that sweat isn't, sweat doesn't have any odor. Naturally, it's, it's completely odorless. But the bacteria that's on your skin, there's a protein in your sweat. The bacteria metabolizes that protein and off gases the odor. And so your, your body odor is actually caused by the bacteria on your skin. So what all of these natural deodorants try to do in different ways, and that's why there's many different formulas out there for many different skin types, is try to get to the root of the, that problem, which is controlling the bacteria in, under your arms. So, I mean, that's, that transition period also goes back to, you know, what is the bacteria under your arm doing? If you have, if you're sweating more because your body's kind of in that adaptation period where it's used to having the aluminum barrier there and it's sweating more during that time period while it's saying, oh, I don't have to work so hard to sweat. Um, You might have more protein on your skin. Therefore, you might have more bacteria feeding on it. Um, And that, that is, you know, part of that transition period for some people. But if you can, yeah, go ahead. Get rid of the bacteria, I guess that's what my next question is. Yeah. I mean, so, so for your skin, just like in your gut, you don't ever want to completely eliminate bacteria because there are some bacteria that are very beneficial for your skin. It's important to have a a good microbiome um, makeup on your skin. But what many of these deodorants do, mine included, is to neutralize the back, the particular bacteria that, um, that metabolize that protein. So for some, 
they use baking soda for some in my formula. I use baking soda in my super strength. I use uh, magnesium in my sensitive skin formula. I have a cream deodorant where I even use zinc. Um, and that's because, you know, different skin types need different things, different bacteria need different things. Uh, all of my deodorants for my product I use prebiotics too. So prebiotics are food for good bacteria. Um, and I use a, a prebiotic that's called inulin. It's um, a vegetable-based, chicory root-based. And it basically helps to feed the bacteria that uh, are going to be part of a positive microbiome. Let me ask you this. Do you find that, that if you could give me a, a, out of 100% of your demographic of your customers, what's the breakdown between men and women percentage-wise? Yeah, that's a great question. So it used to be almost entirely women. Um, and I found that the, the more that my company has grown, the more, first it was all women, and then it was women buying for themselves and women buying for the men in their lives. And now uh, I would say at least 30% of my customer base is male as well. Um, but, you know, males have, have their own challenge because uh, a lot of them, have hairy armpits to be blunt. And if you have that extra hair, you have a greater surface area for bacteria. That's just, that's just the, the science of it. So, um, so when males are using a natural deodorant, oftentimes my suggestion to them is, you know, make sure that the deodorant actually gets down to your skin as well. It's not just sitting on top of your armpit hair. And then a lot of males also find that it's, it's useful to trim their armpit hair a little bit. Again, the more surface area you have, the more surface area there is for bacteria to thrive. So if you can control that, you know, as much as you can, as much as you want to, then that helps to just create a more positive yeah, and, outcome. Yeah, you know, now you're thinking and talking about it, and I know this is personal, but I I used to be what I call, my, my normal life was, you know, I, I did the charm pits, you know, because that's the shower thing, right? It takes two seconds, right? And then the, and of yeah. course, it's the regular stuff. And then after I made the change, I just forgot about that you said that is that my, I just don't have hair. <laughs> like it's, I, I don't know. It just doesn't really grow. It's like rare, like once a week. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. And then I don't know what that is about, by the way. I have no idea. I, I know, <laughs> right? I'm like, what's going on, man? So, um, nothing, by the way, everywhere else it's fine. Just for some reason, it just kind of like, I don't know, kind of like, we don't need to grow here anymore. Let's just move on. So I guess it's just kind of like, <laughs> we're just moving on. I'm like, why don't I, why don't I go my legs there? Anyway. Um, that's that too funny. Shave there. But I, my, I had an ex who actually shaved there. It, it just, I don't know. It gets kind of made mm -hmm. sense. It wasn't anything he was trying to do. Yeah. He just kind of like, well, it's just easier, and it just also gets my body structure. Yeah, it's also yeah, cleaner, a little, little bit cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, but, but that makes sense. And I, but the reason I asked um, is I find that a lot of the alternative, right, the alternative products that are alternative, they're not mainstream kind of Walgreens products. Mm -hmm. They are usually what I hear is women are the ones who are going towards them. Uh, women have also the bigger scare for mm -hmm. breast cancer. So I think that makes sense. It's rare yep. that men have that kind of cancer there. So there's that. But I also find in my experience, it was, that's why I was curious about your demographic, that women are just way more on the alternative edge of, of any kind of mm -hmm. health stuff. Um, and then they always buy for their man. And so 
Yeah. I was actually um, co-founder and owner of a weight loss company. And when I first started with my uh, uh, fiance at the time, he was adamant that we should, he wanted to focus on the male, the testosterone thing. And I said, you got this wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You bought, you sell to the women and the women drag their husbands in. Right. He's like, "Ah!" and so we Mm -hmm. did all the ads. It was a local business. We did all the ads in the bathrooms of females in the gyms. You you sit down and you get the big ad. And we did focus only on females, only female bathrooms. And that's where we got all the calls from. And then you got husbands, but it was more like, sure. My wife made this appointment. I don't know why I'm here. Like what? <laughs> and then they would, they were happy. They're like, Oh, thanks. Sure. Like, I really needed this, you know, but it always made us laugh when he was like, I don't know. I'm here. And my wife told me to be here. I don't know, it's, it's noon and I'm just gonna be here. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can say that when I first started making deodorant and, you know, just selling it yeah. at farmer's markets and very small quantities, um, I used to have to tell everybody about aluminum and I used to have to explain the entire story. And it's gotten to the point now where just in general, people already know before I even talk about why it's important. And, you know, that in general, I think has just been a reflection on the larger market because, you know, people, people are understanding not just with breast cancer, but Alzheimer's and, and um, just general health. Um, one in eight women at this point, unfortunately, will experience breast cancer in their lifetimes is the most recent uh, statistic, which means that, you know, even if, if I don't get it, I will absolutely know somebody yes. who does boom, have like it right on the other side of my fence. Boom, so, boom, boom, right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's much more, there's, I think there's a much larger awareness of like, what can we do about this in, in just general culture? And, you know, there are lots of things we can do about it, but aluminum free deodorant yeah. is, is a very big one. Are you planning for, opinion. um, cause Smarty Pits is obviously that brand is very specific. Smarty Pits. Are you like, are you looking yeah. to expand your product line under that? Are you looking for the future of uh, what are you guys doing? I'm just curious. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love, um, I love having answers to as many people for how do I go aluminum free and how do I uh, have a deodorant that works? And so that's why we have several formulas. There are lots of natural deodorant companies out there that they'll do the one formula uh, or maybe a couple small formulas, and then they go to soap and toothpaste and other things like that. For me, I would much rather have many solutions for different people. We also have a foot deodorant. Um, We have a teen line for uh, that very first time that, you know, a, a tween hits puberty and they need to have their first option as an, at a natural deodorant that will work for them. We have a line for that. Um, we have a travel line. Uh, and then we're coming out uh, in just a month or two with our completely new, um, all sustainable, totally plastic-free, biodegradable nice. line. So, you know, at the moment, it's it's more, you know, going as deep as I can into creating a solution for as many people as possible to go. That's interesting. Um, I'm looking at your site right now. You can go smartypits.com. That's smartypits.com. Um, yeah, I love the lavender. I love the, I love your look and feel of the company, uh, not test on animals, Thank you, you know, uh, um, all the different parabens and limited free. It's a big deal. I think it's a really, really big deal that I mean, I don't think this business is going anywhere. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I live at, you know, I live downtown Austin, which is the headquarters of Whole Foods, which is now headquarters of Amazon, which is super weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Right. I'm telling you, the day after, like the day after it was announced, you walked into Whole Foods, you're like, dude, 
what's going on, man. Like it's like a robot. Everything's turning to robots. <laughs> There's like, am- like little, they're like handing out Amazon fires for you to, it's just so weird. You're like, dude, just chill. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I digress, but they're, but they've still kept up with having products, you know, that are what I call not the Walgreens, right? They have kept that up to right. have products that are no aluminum and, and, and animal test, you know, no animal tested yep. things like that. That's one thing I haven't seen them change. Thank God, you know, but it's, it's still yes. a challenging thing. Um, it's not like they have these big signs that say stay away from aluminum because right next to the dealers that don't have aluminum are the ones that do, right. you know, and it's right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's still a big demand for it. My market research as, as, uh, as late as last year was that, you know, 80%, 80% to 75 to 80% of people were still using antiperspirant. So there's a lot oh. of potential for growth in that market, but you know, but the, uh, the flip side of that, the hopeful side of that is that, um, the aluminum free movement is growing at a much quicker pace in the market than the growth of the antiperspirant side. So I, I foresee those numbers changing over time, but you know, there's still a lot of people out there that are, you know, just using what's always worked for them. And, um, and so that's, again, part of my mission. One of the reasons why I want to be highly focused in what we do, because there's still a lot of people out there yeah, that just receive the message. message. And I, I'm a big proponent of no aluminum, uh, um, any of that. I mean, really, no, seriously. So I want to share, I'm on your site right now and I see that you uh, do some partnering and some giving back to City of Hope. What's that? So City of Hope was uh, the, the, it's the place that saved my mom's life when she had cancer. They're one of the leading cancer research and treatment facilities in the world. And so um, I wanted to, when I, when the business grew to the point where we were able to integrate a give back program, I wanted to go directly to the people that are making a difference Mm. in the research. Um, And, you know, there are a lot of great organizations out there, but I just wanted to go directly to the source. So we partnered with their breast cancer research program. We're still partnered with them. We donate 30 cents from every large stick sold to uh, their breast cancer research oh, program. Cool. We've been able to raise over $63,000 for them. And uh, and they're doing some amazing things. I, I brought my team down last year to visit uh, their facility. They walked us through their labs. They're doing some really cool stuff where um, they're taking the breast tissue of women who have had breast mm-hmm. reductions, yes. you know, voluntary breast reductions. And they take that excess breast tissue. And because of that, they have sample sets from every type of, you know, lifestyle, Mm -hmm. smoker, non-smoker, have kids, didn't have kids, you know, um, different ethnicities, different weights, different ages, all different. And they take those and, um, and they're able to see what does cancer do in those types of breast tissues. And then what types of treatment respond, um, what types of tissues respond to various types of treatment based on the different histories of the tissues. So it's, it's really neat because they're able to figure out, okay, what, what works in different situations? What's the ideal protocol? And it's just, it's groundbreaking. It's really neat. And I'm proud that we're able and to- And where are they based out of? Uh, so they have satellite campuses all over the country, but uh, their headquarters is in Dwarty, I'll check California, it out. Yeah, I'll definitely California. check it out and see if hope. And just so you know, you're- um, if you gave away sixty three thousand, you upgrade your update your website. You only you only get you only gave fifty, so you need to update that. <laughs> I know yeah. that's constantly yeah, we, changing. That was um that number was of uh yeah as of uh, last. Oh good, week was yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm yeah, giving you I'll a hard definitely. time. Like you just say you gave more. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, that's good. That's really cool. Though. So that I love the fact that you have that 
And I, I really love that. I want to share a personal story that you're welcome to use in the future. But there's a, there's a book called The Soul of Money. Have you ever heard of that? It's all money by Lynn Twist. The book changed my life. And basically Lynn Twist, um, when she wrote the book, she, her job in life was to be the fundraiser for, um, the hunger project. So her job was to go to, you know, what I call, she Mm. called her, she called them snooty parties and she was kind of a yoga girl herself. And so she's going to these snooty parties asking rich people for Mm -hmm. money. And that was like her job. Okay. And she had all this around money and noticed people that she was dealing with were extremely, you know, blessed in that particular way. And she tells a particular story that's really fascinating. But in that book, she shares, which is because goes back to you. She shares that the hunger project, that the general theme of the hunger project, of course, was to end hunger. But they did ask one question. And the question was, what's the number one underutilized resource on the planet that if that was altered would end world hunger? So that was like their question for years. Like they kind of like open ended Mm. that question and what they realized and what they got to was the number one underutilized resource on the planet is women. That if Hmm. we power them, to create commerce and businesses that that would change the world. So that's where micro loans were created. Sure. Right. So I mean, right. So you give someone in the third world country, right. Some money to create a little business of her sewing, whatever baskets or whatever. And then she's this thing called money exchange. She can now feed her kids because here's the aha that I got and why I share with you. You don't have to tell a woman you have to feed your children for some reason, the male species can like right. leave their children, leave their family and not even have a regret of like, oh, they're starving, right? Because third world countries, they do, men just leave and women starve, women, their family, because the women are usually the ones responsible for the kids, right? And their grandkids, like the parents, both, right? So you don't have to tell women, give back to the community. Like for some reason, it just like happens, right? <laughs> So I just love the fact that like, of course, of, of course you have a giving back. Like, of course you do. Right. I can't tell you how many uh, people that are founders of men who just don't have it, you know, and it's not, it's really not because they're being stingy. They just, it's just like women just, well, of course we're going to give back. I'm already, I, I give back, right. I give back to us as a sex trafficking um, uh, group here that helps women get off of the streets. It's just, of course I'm going to do that. No one has to tell me to do that. And you know, Certainly. And I have to say, you know, we've, we've been, I've been supported on all sides, male and female, you know, my, my husband's my co-founder. And so he's part of it. Uh, My director of sales is a huge part of our, of our business. Um, And like we, we all, we all are working together to try to eliminate this because we've all been touched by it, you know? And so it's, it's, but I do, I do agree too that, um, that there is, there is an element of, um, tapping into, especially in commerce, tapping into the female uh, community because females are naturally connected with one another. And I think that drawing upon that and drawing on upon, um, you know, like there's a lot of, well, what do you do when, when, you know, I tried natural deodorant, didn't work, but what do you do? And then they talk about it and they share what's worked and they share, you know, this is why this is important to me. And, 
why don't you try it? And I think that that certainly has been Absolutely. part of our growth is to be able to tap into that sense of yeah, community. I just think it's, it's not something against men. It's just, just uh, it, it, we are a resource on the planet, just like water, just like oil. We are yeah. a resource. And I just love the fact that, you know, that's why I take really focus on focusing female founders because I want to give them limelight. I want to give them the light sure. that yeah. um, even the founder, co-founder, it doesn't matter. I want to give them that, that gratitude of they're changing the world one woman at a time. It really is the most underutilized yeah. resource on the planet is women. Generally speaking that if that was altered yeah. and we were empowering one woman at a time to whatever that is, you know, that they would alter the universe. I just believe that. And it's, it's not a yeah. war against men. It's Absolutely. just, you know, it's just, just, it's just something I really am passionate about. So it is really sure, part of my part mission, of mission and I love yeah. that. And I, you know, uh, really just appreciate you and what you're creating with smartypits.com. Go check them out. And um, I'll leave you with this. And I want to ask you, what are you going to leave with the audience with? When I went to the um, MJ Business Awards, MJ Business Conference with 60,000 people at the Las Vegas Convention Center, which is the Marijuana Business Conference. Um, I was there in uh, mm-hmm. November of <clears throat> 2019. I had, a, I had a booth for podcasting and interviewing, and I only had like a, segment of time. Like it was very, you know, this is your time frame, And, um, I couldn't find any female founders and I was going up and down. I'm not kidding. The convention center, this is the convention center of Vegas, huge. And I'm going up and yeah. down the aisles going, hi, is this business owned or co-owned by a woman? Okay. Hi. I mean, <laughs> Right. And then I would say, do you know someone, yeah. do you know, like some a vendor here? Like, and I, I did finally get my time and I got like 10 women. It was so awesome, but it was fascinating. I was, I was getting these like, no, no, no. And so I, you know, it, it, it was kind of funny, right? 60,000 people. And I don't know how many vendors, but I was like, really? Come on, people. But it's all good. Um, that's just the state of where that particular of business is at the time, the cannabis business. So I just want to acknowledge you for what you're doing and what you're creating. You're being a pioneer in that business. And Thank I you. truly wish you all success and um, truly, truly, truly. So what are the last words you want to share to people listening today? Uh, I would just say, you know, for anybody who is looking to make any sort of lifestyle change for the better, uh, whether it's going aluminum free or, you know, changing your diet, taking aluminum out of your cookware or, you know, any, anything. Um, you don't have to do it all hundred percent overnight for it to be effective and it's never too late to start. So, uh, so just, you know, one bit at a time, make the next best healthy choice for yourself. If you don't find the right fit for you, find, be patient and find something that does. You don't have to be unhappy with being healthy. So, uh, so make a commitment to yourself to find find what works best. I love that. You don't have to be unhappy to be healthy. That's a great tagline, by the way. And that's a great tagline. Um, (laughs) That's really good. That's that's a good point. You don't have to be 
unhappy being healthy where a lot of people have that like, Oh, if I'm going to be healthy, it's going to be annoying. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for what you're doing, what you're creating. So check her out at smartypits.com at smartypits.com. And again, thank you for who you are and what you're creating as a female founder. My name is Heather Havenwood. You can find me at heatherhavenwood.com as well as Roku, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere else that you listen to podcasts and the 19 places that we are around the country on our radio stations. Take, take care. Bye. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust, and having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com, and let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to CallWithHeather.com. For more, go to HeatherHavenwood.com.